Welcome to Canada. Oh. Hey there. Hey there yourself, a uh, fellow facial hair aficionado. Yeah, not as good as you. My God. New Jersey, eh? Yeah, years back now. It's uh, Los Angeles. A man torn betwixt devils and kings. Oh! Hockey. Yeah, you're damn right, hockey. Hmm. Don't really follow hockey. Okay. Hands off the counter, please. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Thank Sorry. you. Sorry. 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 When you're visiting the Great White North of Canada, you got your can of do's and you got your can of don'ts. Top shelf right there, number one. Don't go telling a Canadian you don't follow hockey. <laughs> oh, of course. I should have known that. Makes him sad, right? Canadian doesn't get sad. Sadness was made by the USA. Oh, come on. What does that mean? Take off. It's true. Right there on our flag. It's right there when you look at it and you see past that sacred maple leaf. You know what you see? White wall. You see that in America, you may be red, white, and blue. But in Canada, you're red, white, but never blue, eh? Ever. Gotcha. That's actually, you know, I've never thought of it that way before. I always think of Canadians as just nice. Well, that right there is another can of don't. We're not nice, we're optimistic. There's a difference. Right. And we're tolerant. Mm. And we're hung like moose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Dream Warriors, to our last listener request of quarantine. And this week we're coming at you with one that I've personally been super excited for, the Canadian classic, Tusk. Yep. Uh, I was my first viewing of it, and I'm super excited talking about it too. Good, good. I figured uh, I figured you'd be having a few things to say about it, that's for sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we hop into this movie, uh, let's talk about what we've been up to this week. Yeah, so this week, um, <clears throat> I haven't been up to much at all. Um, I mean, we've only recorded, a f- well, I guess, a few days ago. Um, I haven't been really watching much. Uh, the girlfriend got me hooked on Fantasy Island, Australia. So that's always a good time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, still don't understand the show and I've watched like three or four episodes, but you know. <laughs> uh, whatever makes her happy. Exactly. Uh, but I did today, I did watch a movie I've been meaning to watch and i finally just sat down and watched it and that is the cult classic reanimator oh nice what did you think of that i thought it was pretty good um it's definitely a lot like gorier than i thought it was and it was pretty i didn't really like some of it because i'm not like into the whole like body horror thing but i thought like the the effects in it like the makeup effects were like really good like holy shit nice yeah cool yeah yeah but uh that's pretty much it all i've been watching not much this week <laughs> all right uh yeah i'm in the same boat man I've, i haven't watched any movies uh i worked a couple days this week um and then whenever i came home i was just fucking exhausted just from the heat working in a factory so the yeah. one night i went to bed at like 9 30 <laughs> like oh, yeah. i went to bed before sarah did and, oh uh, man, yeah. This week's been draining just because it's been so hot and humid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started watching season four of F is for Family, and 
that's pretty much all I've been watching. And yeah, uh, I start that too. A fucking great show. It's yeah, it's good. The season's good. Um, we've also been watching Animal Kingdom. We finally started that show. Uh, nice. We're probably like four years behind everybody else that's been yeah. watching it, but uh, it's good though. Is that is we're really does that have uh, Jack Teller in it? No, a lot of the like a couple of the guys do look like him though. Oh, okay, okay. Like they kind of have that like kind of long hair and beard, yeah. like surfer kind of look. Yeah, yeah. It's a good show cool. though. I definitely recommend it. Nice. So yeah, we've both been kind of boring this week. Then we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Uh, I bought uh, I bought that Jurassic World Evolution game yesterday last night. I guess. So I was yes. playing that a little bit this morning with Brady, making a little dinosaur park for him. Nice. Um, it's a pretty fun. It's pretty fun though. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely. It's it's a game that I can just like toss on some podcasts and listen to while I play it. So that's a good yeah. thing because I'm definitely need to catch up on a bunch of them. So nice, nice. And speaking of podcasts, let's head over to those shout outs. Unless you got some more that you want to add or no, I think that's uh pretty much it. All right. Uh, so starting off as usual, it's a horror podcast. Uh, they have their James Wan episode coming out uh, in a few days. Um, looking forward to that for sure. Uh, I, I, we kind of discussed it a little bit in our last episode, but yeah, James Wan is yeah. definitely a director that I'm interested in hearing their thoughts on. So looking forward to for it. For sure. Uh, next up is We Love Horror. Um, I was actually talking to Michael yesterday or the day before, and uh, he's going on vacation just back home to see his family and whatnot for a week and a half. And I guess he's going to be recording some episodes with some friends that he has back home. Um, Okay, nice. So, yeah, so we can look forward to those. Uh, He gave me an idea of one of them. I'm not going to spill the beans, though, because he might want to keep it a secret for now. But (laughs) it's one that we've done. So I'm looking forward to hearing his thoughts. Sweet. Uh, next up is our boy Daniel at the Creepy Crap Podcast, coming at you all the way from the land down under, the Australian outback. Uh, he just released an episode on Leprechaun Four in Space, and I have yet to listen to it, but I imagine it's going to be fucking great. Yeah, it was. It was a good episode. Yeah, yeah I finally have you seen like, that movie. Up. I I don't think so. Um, no. Okay. Yeah. I just caught up on like a whole bunch of his, like I was lagging behind on it. So I finally caught yeah. up on the last few and, uh, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, that leprechaun movie is probably like the most ridiculous out of the whole franchise, but it's, it's fun. I, yeah. I like the movie. Nice. And, and lastly, uh, Chuck goes to the movies. Um, make sure you guys check this guy out. He has an awesome fucking podcast. I think, thoroughly enjoy listening to all of his episodes yeah um, agreed he act he uh just dropped one on hereditary the other day and uh i haven't listened to it yet but brooke i know you have so yeah i did it was a really good me. episode yeah i i kind of figured it would be great movie um great podcast so um but yeah so make sure you go check out chuck goes to the movies yes sir and that's all I got. Cool. You want to hop on into this? Yep. And uh, 
I don't know if Mark mentioned it at the start, but uh, this is going to be dream number 31 for us. Yes. Yes, it is. So uh, we've kind of rebranded ourselves to make it more Nightmare on Elm Street-ish. And yep. uh, instead instead of episodes, we're talking about dreams now. Yes. So welcome into your comfy bed and listen to our <laughs> beautiful, quaint voices. all right let's get into this movie let's do it So like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about the Canadian masterpiece directed by Kevin Smith, Tusk. Yeah. And this movie is a fucking riot. I love it so much. I'm so happy it won the wheel spin. (laughs) And uh, Oh my God. Yeah. How fitting that it was our last listener request that we are going to be doing during this quarantine. I know. Um, and yeah, this one's coming from old man Ghostface or Wes from it's a horror podcast. Uh, he, he was one of the original people I think that gave us a listener request and it finally won. So I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, me too. (laughs) All right. So let's hop along to that synopsis. A brash and arrogant podcaster gets more than he bargained for when he travels to Canada to interview a mysterious recluse who has a rather disturbing fondness for walruses. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. Oh. I love this synopsis. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, like I said previously, this movie is directed by Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, he's a director, an actor, a writer, a producer. He fucking does it all. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to dive into his movies right now because we're going to be talking a little bit about them later on. Um, So, yeah. But, I mean, if you don't know who Kevin Smith is, then just shut this podcast off now. Yeah. But I also just wanted to mention that apparently this is the first of a Canadian trilogy that he's uh, doing as well. Yeah. So there was Tusk and then Yoga Hosers, and he's got another one coming out called... uh, uh, moose blood or something I think like, like that. moose moose knuckles okay, I'm gonna look anyway right now, just yeah. real quick but uh have you seen the yoga hosers movie i haven't no okay yeah me either i've heard it's kind of shitty though yeah that's what i've heard too moose jaws that's moose what it's jaws called. yeah yeah the synopsis like jaws but with a moose <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god damn he's amazing yeah, I'm not sure when that's coming out, but I'm definitely looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's a couple of years or next year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, anyways. 
Um, so the cast stars Justin Long, who was a star in one of our previous episodes with Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Um, so he played Wallace, and he is the brash and arrogant podcaster. Uh, so he, like I said, he's in Jeepers Creepers. He was in Accepted, uh, Galaxy Quest, Dodgeball, and a little movie that we're going to be doing very soon, Drag Me to Hell. Yep, yep. Uh, it also stars Michael Parks, who played Howard. And uh, he sadly passed away in 2017. I didn't know that. Oh, but, damn. Uh, no, I didn't know that either. Yeah, uh, not too long. Well, a few years after this movie was released. But yeah, I uh, I had no idea that he'd passed away. But uh, he's in a lot of movies, too. Uh, he was in the Grindhouse movies, both of them. Uh, Planet Terror and... Uh, and fuck the other one there. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one was Kurt Russell that we just talked about last week. I can't think of it. Oh, uh, Hateful Eight. No, no, no. Oh, Death Proof? The, the other... Yes, Death Proof. That's it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Having a brain fart. Uh, he was also in Red State, which was another movie that was directed by Kevin Smith. Um, he was in From Dusk Till Dawn, uh, the Kill Bill franchise, and uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. You ever seen that movie? I haven't. No, it's a really good one. It's it's uh it's like a western, but it's okay. good. It's got a really good cast to it. Um, this one also stars Genesis Rodriguez. She played Allie, and she's known for Big Hero Six. Man on a Ledge, Identity Thief, and The Last Stand. And it also has Haley Joel Osment. He plays Teddy. And uh, he was in The Sixth Sense, Pay It Forward, Secondhand Lions, and AI. Man, when he was a kid, he was in some great fucking movies. Oh, I know. He was. And like, then he... He went over like he went off the edge and became like an alcoholic and a drug addict and went to rehab and yep. now he weighs like two hundred and fifty pounds and he's barely recognizable, but yeah. <laughs> and he was in uh NBA two K nineteen. That's true, yes he was. Yeah. Uh and then there's some cameos that I wanted to mention. Oh my god. So uh obviously if you've watched this movie you recognize Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, there was also, I don't know if if this person's famous outside of Canada, but uh, he had a YouTube show a long time ago yeah, called they, Epic they Meal moved, Time. Yeah, they moved to LA a few years back. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Like the whole crew did? Like all of them? Yeah, Epic the Meal whole time? crew did, yeah. All right. Well, anyways, it started off in Canada, so that's one of our uh, one of our babies. But uh, yeah, Harley Morenstein. Yeah. Um, he played the uh, like a TSA agent basically in the movie, and he, he was so fucking funny. <laughs> man, man, I was dying laughing. I can't wait to get to that scene. Oh my god! Yeah, fuck. He did such a good job. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched Epic Meal Time, go back and watch a bunch of their videos. They did some fucking crazy shit with food that you would never think to yeah. do, and they had some big uh, guests on as well. They did, yeah. I don't even like. Are they still making videos? Do you know? I I think so. I'm pretty sure they are, but uh, yeah. Great yeah. YouTube channel, and Harley's just fucking amazing. 
Oh yeah, definitely. And I, I saw him actually at uh I forget if it was the one that you went to uh with us or met us there, but uh War- Van's Warp Tour. I remember he was at the one in Montreal. I remember seeing him there. Was he? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I saw him there or not. I remember he went to like Algonquin College for like a live show at one point too. Yeah, nice. Yeah, because he was a substitute teacher before he quit and started YouTube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. It's uh, gonna quit my career teaching kids to make ridiculous food on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, and two more cameos. We have Harley Quinn Smith, who is Kevin Smith's daughter. And we also have Lily Rose Depp, who is Johnny Depp's daughter. And uh, they played the two store clerks. And they're also the the main characters in Yoga Hosers. And they play the same characters that they play in this movie, too. Oh, do they? Nice. Yeah. But this movie, it's like obviously a lot smaller of a part. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for the cast. Cool. If we want to hop into that movie discussion. I think we spent about 10 minutes on our boy Harley, but... Hey, who gives gives a fuck? (laughs) All right. So the movie opens up with a title of based on actual events. And (laughs) uh, I'll get more into that in my review of it. But uh, whenever that showed up and like I told Bettina, like what the movie is about, she's like, what? It can't be based on actual events. Like I got to look this up. She looked it up and she's like, nah, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank god yeah yeah i mean it's like kind of actual events but i'll talk about it later mm-hmm. um so uh the first scene it opens up with uh wallace who is played by justin long and teddy who is played by uh Haley joel osmond they are doing their podcast and it's called <laughs> nazi <laughs> party and uh justin long like does like the the nazi german voice it's so funny oh my god yeah but it's not like nazi nazi it's yeah and he like explains it like throughout the movie like so often because people like like nazi part party like can you do that he's like no it's like (laughs) n-o-t-s-e-e yeah so basically their podcast is uh, Justin Long's character goes in, visits, interviews like weird and interesting people, and then he comes back and explains the person to Teddy to him, and that's pretty much their podcast. Yeah. So there's a video of a guy who went viral, and he's like has a samurai sword in his garage. And he's like playing around with it, and this out of nowhere cuts off his own leg. It's the worst <laughs> CGI ever. Oh my oh, god! Oh man, it's so bad. So bad. And they call him the Kill Bill Kid. Yeah, yeah. So Justin Lawn is going to meet the Kill Bill Kid in Winnipeg. So we, he gets to the airport. He's going through the uh, customs, and he comes up to our boy Harley. And oh man, I laughed so hard when I saw this because he has like his big beard. And they're having like just kind of like a conversation, and then, and Wallace was like, "Oh no, I'm not really uh, into hockey." And Harley's just like, uh, "Well, there, sir, uh, sir, we have some uh, things over here in Canada. Those uh, they're called the Canada Do's and the Canada Don'ts." 
Oh, I was dying. He's like, Canada don't is when you disrespect the great game of hockey, uh, sir. <laughs> and uh, and then he, he keeps going on about, he's like, you see that Canadian flag? It's only uh, it's only red and white. But you over in the United States, your flag is red, white, and blue. You know, over in here in Canada, we're never blue over here. We're, ne- we're never sad. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what are you talking uh, about, man? Oh, my God. I was and dying. Justin Long's like, Justin Long's like, uh, oh, yeah, you guys are always so nice. He's, Harley's like, no, we're not nice. We're optimistic. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they say, like, sorry to each other, like, six times. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh man, it's so funny. And, and there's like this, there's like this scene of them just laughing after one of Harley's jokes because he's saying something about how like, oh, we have great beards and we're also hung like a moose, and they just like <laughs> laughed for like thirty seconds about this yeah. fucking joke. And he's like, "All right, now we gotta get down to serious business." <laughs> uh, also, I love uh, Justin's mustache in this movie. Yeah, fucking awesome. He pulls it off. He does. He does. So Justin uh, makes it to the Kill Bill, Kill Kill Bill kid's house, and uh, Allie, his girlfriend, is calling him, but he hangs up on her, doesn't answer the phone. Yeah. So he pulls up to the house, and there's like a wreath kind of stand thing, and he's like, "Oh, what the fuck's happening here?" There's like a bunch of cars here. He's like going out back. There's all these people like dressed up nice. They're standing around, and then they like move out of the way, and <laughs> there's a a wheelchair with a picture of Kill Bill kid. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. And they're like, he killed himself. <laughs> and he calls Teddy and he's bitching to Teddy, but he's like, this yeah. fucking kid's so ungrateful. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He kills himself. I drove himself. all the way down here to butt fuck nowhere in Winnipeg. They got, you can't do anything. There's nothing down here going on at all. He's like, I'm yeah. in some bar called bar H. oh my god but the way he shows up to the funeral too right like everybody's standing around crying in the backyard and he just walks up he's like hey and then everybody like separates and he's like oh fuck yeah (laughs) so just having a drink at the bar and uh so he goes into the bathroom take a piss and he sees all this stuff like on the bathroom wall and he sees this um postcard kind of thing and it says um Excuse me. A life of adventure with stories to tell. So he's like, fuck, well, I came all the way down here. I can't leave with nothing. Yeah. So there's this like big, huge letter. And it, it uh, Howard's Howard Howe's character, like he narrates it as um, Wallace is driving to his house. So I'm just going to read the letter um, in its entirety right now. So you get oh, okay. an idea. Yeah. So it's a, uh, Hello, I'm an old man who has enjoyed a long and storied life at sea. I'm a proud Canadian who has traveled a peculiar path to these many these many years, and after eons of oceanic adventure, I find myself a landlubber. With Manitoba as my final port, I know I do not wish to spend my remaining years alone in a giant house, not when I have such stories to share. So to this end... I am offering a room for rent in my stately woodland home. This arrangement will be free of charge, providing you to perform the simple household chores I can no longer tend to from the confines of this accursed wheelchair. But though I may be old, I have lived. I will tell you all about my many adventures in vivid detail. 
please feel free to call me at the number below. Respectfully, Howard Howe. Uh, so yeah, he's pretty much like driving to uh, the gas station to find out where this guy is. So he calls him. He says he's in a place called Bifrost, which is actually from uh, the Thor movies or Thor comic books. Yeah, true. Eh? I know you thought of that. Yeah. And I like how in this, when he gets to Kevin in the store, there's like this giant soda cup and it's called Chug A Lug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's in the convenience store and he finds out that, uh, yeah, it's at, he's at the Bifrost. So we like asked two workers there where Bifrost is. And it's, uh, like we said before, it's, uh, the daughters of Johnny Depp and Kevin Smith. And they say, Oh, it's about two hours away. And then they like make a remark about him, like being like some stupid American. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wallace pulls up to the place and it's a place called Pippi Hill. Yeah. And uh, I like how Justin Long is like always shivering when he's outside because it's like in Winnipeg and like Winnipeg is like apparently super cold all the time. (laughs) Yeah, it's like infamously cold there. Yeah. And this house is like a fucking like it's not a house. It's an estate like it's huge. it's, It's massive. So Justin Long's inside. Um, Howard is like in a wheelchair. He's kind of like looking around. There's like lots of like art and stuff around. Howard offers Justin tea. So he takes it. And then Justin has to go take a piss. So he goes in. There's this like creepy doll on like the toilet. And he's like turns it around, gets like freaked out. Yeah. And then he's back like talking to Howard. There's kind of like having a conversation. And they're talking about like things how what their grandmothers used to say. One of them was like rather saint than sin. And then he's like better out than in. It's just like these <laughs> kind of reminded me, he kind of talked like uh the lighthouse a bit. Yeah, that's true, eh? He yeah. did. So he finds out that Wallace lives in LA. And Wallace like replies back with another saying that his grandmother used to say, which is you needn't go far to find hell in a handbasket. And then he's like trying to explain podcasting to Howard. I thought it was like so funny, like just because <laughs> like, that's like kind of like what we go through as well. Sometimes like explain yeah. to like older people, like what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin or Wallace also makes a remark that he like really likes the tea they started like to like talking back and forth and Howard says, mentions that he knew Ernest Hemingway and he tells, starts telling Wallace about the story about that and how on a D day, he was a potato peeler on like one of the boats and Ernest had this uh, bottle of like JP Weiser's. And uh, how they like they they shared a drink together and all that stuff. And um, yeah, before you before you go on, a uh, little bit of information about our town of Prescott, Ontario. I don't know if you knew about this, Brooke. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah one of the old buildings down by the water because we live like pretty much right on the St. Lawrence, our town. Um, there's there's an old old house that's down there, and it was there. Uh, it was Wiser's like. Uh, distillery way back in the day. I can't remember what, like what the years were, but 
Yeah, that's, I do remember hearing like, that uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was like one of the main um, distilleries for Weisers. Yeah. And the family lived there too, if I remember correctly, hearing that. And uh, yeah, so uh, Wallace like asked him like, uh, if he like drinks or something like that. And Wallace said, or Howard says something like, only do sober, sober what you do drunk. Uh, learn to keep your mouth shut. So yeah. Uh, yeah, just like the like the sayings and like the kind of like slang he's like saying is uh, really funny. Mm-hmm. And he has the bottle. Well, he has a bottle of JP Weiser's, and he mentions that. Uh, well, it's just a regular bottle of JP Weiser's, but whenever you add in the story, it uh, makes it like more than what it is. Yeah, which is like kind of true. Like if you like someone has like a collectible, like it might just be just a regular ass thing but then when you add the story to it it makes it seem more legit yeah for sure definitely like their whole interaction like in this in this like sequence of whenever they're first meeting each other and whatnot like yeah it's kind of like it's super awkward i found because like like i don't know justin long's like a he's just like kind of a douchebag from la yeah and uh and he's trying to like hold a conversation with this guy who's supposedly been like like he's toured the world on a boat and like he's in the Navy and he was basically in the war and all this shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I found it like a really awkward kind of sequence of conversations. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. So Wallace is looking around his, the area still, and he sees this uh, giant bone like thing. So he goes up, he asks what it is and Howard tells him that it's, a balculum of a walrus, which means a walrus cock. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing is like three feet long. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. So then Howard starts telling him about a story, how he got acquainted with a walrus lost at sea. It was basically back in 1959, he was working on the ship in Siberia they were looking for uh, a great white Siberian shark. And uh, during the story, you could see that Wallace is starting to get sleepy and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Howard's boat was called the Anastasia. They hit an iceberg and all of the, uh, his like, uh, well, I guess. Crewmates. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Other people on the, the, the boat, they all died and he could hear them screaming and stuff like that. But he made it to an island and he saw a walrus that saved his life, he says. And mm-hmm. he called it Mr. Tusk Tuskegee or something like that. Yeah. Or another word. Mr. Just Tusk. Tusk. Sure. Mr. Tusk, yeah. Yeah. And also I noticed like during this scene that Howard's legs were crossed. And I was like, Oh yeah. Eh? Like why like why would uh like a paraplegic or whatever like want to like cross his legs like if he can't feel them i don't know maybe it's a thing i don't know but i just i thought that was really weird and kind of like okay this is weird. yeah yeah and then like keep your mouth shut daniel yeah (laughs) (laughs) we know you're gonna have something to say yeah (laughs) uh so uh wallace passes out from the tea and he's like kind of like asking him like oh he's trying to ask him like what was in it and stuff like that and then Howard says to him, oh, it'll be all right, Mr. Tusk. Yeah. 
And then just out of nowhere, the next scene just cuts to Wallace getting a blowjob from Allie. I was like, okay, that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) So it's pretty much them. Like, uh, Wallace is kind of like an asshole in this movie, but he's kind of like funny. And uh, Allie doesn't want him to go to Canada. So it's like the day before. And he's, uh, she's like arguing with him how she doesn't like the new Wallace. She likes the old Wallace. And Wallace is saying pretty much like, well, the new Wallace is better because our podcast made a hundred thousand dollars in ads alone last year. And then not to mention merch and all that stuff. So it's like, they must be basically a a story of our lives. Oh, I wish (laughs) 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 like a hundred thousand dollars in ads. Like that must be like, that's like Joe Rogan fucking size. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not quite Joe Rogan, but uh, definitely up there. <laughs> so yeah, they're like talking back and forth and she's saying like, oh, I miss how I used to get baked and the cry, cry during Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah. So then Wallace wakes up in a wheelchair and he like is kind of still like doozy a bit and Howard is over there. And uh, Wallace is asking him, like, oh, like, what happened? And Howard's like, oh, it was a spider. He bit you. It was a brown recluse spider. Yeah. And that the doctor stepped on it and uh, killed the doctor or killed the spider. Yeah. And he's saying how it was Dr. Mosier um, down the road. Mm-hmm. And Wallace can't feel his legs. Howard says it's the spinal injection. And then, like, uh, Wallace moves the blanket off his leg and his fucking leg is gone. Like that surprised the fuck out of me. So like stitched yeah. it up and it's like, holy fuck. <laughs> Wallace is still like kind of like drunk. So he's just like, Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I found Justin Long did a really good job at this part. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah. Like his acting was top notch for this scene. Yeah. So, uh, He's like, uh, he's trying to like get her the chair and he's like belted in the chair. And Wallace is asking him like, well, like get the doctor, man. Like I need to go to the hospital. And Howard just keeps saying that, oh, the doctor removed the self, the phones in the house. And Mm -hmm. excuse me, how he's uh, making his rounds around the neighborhood. And just like, it all seemed like too like suspicious to me. Like none of this like stuff like made sense at all to me yeah yeah and it wasn't really making sense to wallace either like he was starting to kind of fit some of the pieces together like this guy's full of shit yeah so now they're at uh the dinner table and howard's eating and he's asking like wallace so like oh why don't you eat something and he says oh i can't move my arms and howard's like oh that's uh the morphine and so he's talking about like how it was like a hobo spider or something that like bit you. And then let's out of nowhere, Howard fucking gets up and like, I kind of like had suspicions, but also shocked me at the same time how he does it so <laughs> abruptly. Yeah. And Wallace is just like, Oh, like what the fuck you can like walk. And, uh, Howard starts talking about like, uh, a, a chufa. And I was like, a I guess like a walrus or something like that. Another name for a walrus, I think. I didn't look too far into that, actually. I no, meant to. me either. But this is pretty much where <laughs> Howard tells Wallace that 
I have been building the perfect walrus suit and that you're going to fit perfectly inside of it. Mm -hmm. And his goal is he's been trying to solve a riddle for his whole life. And that is, is man a walrus at heart? And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? So, so dumb, but oh my God. And then at this point, like, Wall or, uh, yeah, Wallace is just like screaming and he can't like barely move. He can only like talk. So then it cuts back to Allie. She's sitting on a bed talking about Wallace and, um, how he's, well, she doesn't mention him at first. She's just talking about somebody cheating and, uh, how can she let any man let let them do this to her? And she's talking to someone because there's like a man's hand that's like holding her hand. Yeah. And um, yeah, we don't see who the man is. Yeah, we don't see about you. the man. And for some reason, I forget why, but I wrote down masturbation chamber. I think they <laughs> some of them. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that. I forget. Um. Anyway. So yeah, Wallace uh, cheated on Allie with like a bunch of girls and his like phone is going off and uh, yeah, he doesn't get there in time, but uh, Allie's trying to call her, call him, but then it cuts to Allie and she's with uh, Teddy. So she's the guy that she was just talking to. Yeah. And he's pretty much telling her like he calls her back. And she doesn't answer, but he leaves a message for her, tell her like pretty much like call the cops. Like there's something's happening to me. There's a pain in my stomach. Um, like this guy wants to turn me into a, a walrus. Like he doesn't say walrus cause he gets cut off, but he's like freaking out. Yeah. And then he tries to call Teddy, but his phone is with hers and he doesn't answer. So he can't get a hold of them. And then uh, he's like in the wheelchair alone. And then Howard comes up behind him and hits him in the head with, I think the, the walrus dick bone, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then Wallace is on the ground and Howard says to him, you're going to be a walrus or nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dead set on making him a walrus. Yeah. So the next morning, Allie gets out to brush her teeth and then she sees that Wallace called and she listens to the message and she's like, oh shit, like, uh, I think Wallace is in trouble. And she grabs Teddy's phone and she's like, oh shit, like he called you a bunch of times and there's a message too. So they're listening to the both the messages so they know something happened to him. Yeah, so now there's... Um, it shows Howard. He's like kind of in this like a surgical area. There's like uh, scalpels and all this stuff around. And he's Wallace is still alive, but he's telling him about all this like random stuff about like his uh, his background. He's mm -hmm. talking about um, he was a duplessis orphan. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, I think that's how he pronounced it. Yeah, so pretty much uh, back in Montreal is where he grew up. They His father was stabbed and his mother's throat was slashed. 
and he was sent to an orphanage, but he goes on about like the government's changed the orphanage to mental health facilities. Where, so he got sent to an insane asylum. And then he's going on about how he was uh, beaten, tortured, and like raped and stuff like that by like everybody. Yeah. And then he like says something like gross line about how like someone built like children's sphincters. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> these uh, these orphans too, like that's like a legitimate thing. Like there was like 20,000 Canadian children who were wrongfully certified as mentally ill by the Quebec government oh, no were way. put into this orphanage. Yeah, it's like it's a legit thing. That's insane. Yeah, I didn't read like too too much on it, but I I wanted to see if it was real. Yeah. And sure enough it was, yeah. Okay. And uh during like this whole scene, there's also this like really <laughs> terrible song playing in the background. It's like come on now Margaret Margaritas or something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so now Wallace has both his legs gone. His one arm is getting like stitched together, like little like flippers, kind of. It's like pretty gross. And then it cuts to this like kind of like tank area thing. There's like water and stuff like that. And this is where we first see the fucking walrus. And Mm -hmm. oh my God. That (laughs) is terrifying. It is, right? Uh, Bettina couldn't watch. She had to hide behind the couch. Oh, really? She said really? to me, she's like, I think there's that this just passed clowns on my most scariest thing. <laughs> like, no way. I was dying laughing because every time it would cut to, uh, to Wallace as the walrus, she would like hide yeah. behind the covers like every time. And I was dying laughing. Oh my God. I felt so bad. It is freaky looking. Though. It is very freaky. Fuck. Yeah. It, it's like Justin Long's face. Yeah, inside of like this huge walrus body, and he's got like the huge tusks coming out of his like mouth. Yeah, and he's just making and these it, like yeah. noises, like screaming noises, like drool coming out of his mouth. It's fucking gross. Yeah. And you can see yeah, faces and like hands like throughout the whole suit. Yeah. Oh man, it's so gross. <laughs> so Ali and Teddy have made it to uh, the good old Canada. They're trying to track him down. They are meeting with uh, with a guy from Quebec. Uh, what's his name? Guy Laponte. Guy Laponte, <laughs> which is Johnny Depp, which is fucking yeah. amazing. And he wasn't actually credited <laughs> at all during this movie, eh? Yeah, I did notice that. Like, I yeah. found that really weird. But they have it on IMDb, which I didn't like. Like, It's kind of weird, but anyway. Mm-hmm. So they meet up with... <laughs> With uh, with this guy in like some airport restaurant kind of thing, yeah. Uh, he's telling them about how he how Howard Howe doesn't exist; it's not a real name. But he thinks that he met with this guy way back in the day. Mm-hmm. They pretty much they found a guy in Quebec who was missing both his legs. He talks about that for a little bit. Then it cuts back to Wallace and Howard. Wallace is like on the kind of like platform thing. There's like water all around him. He has his little like um, balloon thing, water balloon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, beach ball is what it's called. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then Howard is like, 
oh, he can't be a full walrus unless you can swim. And he's like, swim, walrus. And he just like <laughs> pulls the chain and it pulls uh, Wallace into the water. And he's yeah. like freaking out and he goes down to the bottom and he see another walrus person down there, which is like a, just like a skeleton. Yeah. So he starts like freaking out and it cuts back to uh Guy Lapointe who is, who has this like little thing called a Gimli slider and he just like crushes it down. <laughs> so it's like flat patty. He has a cigarette in his mouth, a little beret on and he just has the best fucking French accent. <laughs> Yeah, Johnny Depp is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. I love him. <laughs> so pretty much he's talking about all the other people who he found. There's 23 other people killed. Um, their skin were gone, was gone. Their legs were gone. Their hands were fused together. And in these, he also says, he's uh, he says, oh, don't worry. They didn't do anything sexy with them. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they're really worried yeah. about that. And then he says, like, oh, firm your fucking boosh or something. <laughs> He's like, excuse my French, but firm your fucking boosh. <laughs> and he's, like, going on about how two years back he possibly met with uh, this killer. So two years back in La Chute, Quebec, he meets with this guy, um who looks like a younger version of Howard. And he just talks in this, uh, like mentally handicapped voice. Like, I don't know. It was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like I was yeah. trying not to laugh because like, he's trying to like portray someone like that, but it's so ridiculous. And he's mm-hmm. going on about, he's like, Oh, you're here to, uh, to kill the spider in my potty hole. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, well, you mean your, uh, your outhouse? <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he's asking about a a hockey player from uh, the Quebec Nordiques, uh, Gregory mm-hmm. Gumtree. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Howard's like, oh, I fucking hate those Nordiques. I want my old Nordiques back. <laughs> and he's just going on about how he was at some place called uh, the Poutine Weenie. And then, like, uh, or horse shit. I don't know. Just all this, like, <laughs> French stuff. <laughs> you can and tell this guy- movie was not made by a Canadian. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, and, like uh, the. Yeah. It's just all. Uh, stereotypes. The stereotypes are through the roof. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so this guy's name is uh, Bartholomew Mossier. So uh, Mossier was the the name that Howard mentioned to Wallace before being a doctor. Uh, back at the little diner thing, he's explained to them how none of that exists. Um, pretty much like all that stuff. It's just all fake. Like uh, the Mossier thing. Um, he's talking about something about he's like in a tree or something like that. Uh and then he mentioned that they found Gumtree's body or someone's body in uh, a river in Gatineau, which is like super close to us. Like that's like fucking 45 minutes. Like an away. hour drive. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got cheap ass beer. <laughs> Get those 60 packs. Yeah. 
And so he's kind of explaining um, the Gumtree's body to them that uh, inside was inside of his mouth there was a hole in the top of his mouth, and inside of the hole was a piece of his tibia in it. So, yeah, they weren't kind of sure like what that that was about. Yeah. Um, so they pretty much say like this man is making a like a monster. So cuts back to Howard and Wallace and Howard is fucking losing it, man. He's a fucking weird guy, man. <laughs> he's like singing to him to the walrus. And then he start, he like throws like a mackerel to him. He's like, you're not a walrus until you eat. And then he like closes the door and uh, Wallace is like looking at the mackerel. He doesn't want to eat it. And, Howard just like he's like feed feed and then uh just Wallace starts eating the mackerel and it's like fuck man this movie's so weird so cuts back to um Allie and uh what's his face uh Teddy they are going to find him with uh Guy Lapointe so they get to the convenience store and they're asking the uh the two girls if they saw this guy and they're like oh he was the uh the dumb american or whatever yeah and <laughs> i love this scene because he's like he's like oh do you guys you guys stop talking about degrassi or something like that <laughs> <laughs> and he's like hey do you have a a piece of paper or something like that or the the paper that he wrote the address on Cause it shows like a flashback of uh, Wallace asking about the, where it was. And he's like writing the address on uh, a piece of paper. The <laughs> yeah. point grabs the piece, the pad of paper. He's like, you got a pencil you know, like here. And then he starts like doing the uh, scratching the pencil on the paper and the address starts showing up. <laughs> and then they're just like, Oh my God. Like, that's amazing. Where'd you learn that? And he's just like, Oh, I learned it from the big Lebowski, you know, I was just like, fuck yes. I'm so <laughs> glad it got, it got a shout out. Oh my God. So amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts back to Wallace and Howard. Uh, just gets weirder and weirder. He's swimming with Wallace in the, uh, in the water. And it's just super weird, man. He's like having a good time with what the Wallace and he's telling him about how on the Island when he was stuck on it, he ended up eating the walrus um, to survive and get saved. So it cuts back. And that's kind of why he's like, yeah. Or does he explain that this part of that part after? Um, like that's why he's trying to recreate Mr. Yeah. Tusk. Oh yeah. I don't think it really goes into it, but uh yeah, so I'm pretty sure why he's doing this is uh, because he feels like he shouldn't have killed the walrus whenever it saved his life in the first place, I guess. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, he's trying to recreate Mr. Tusk so that he can, like, relive his last days kind of thing. Yeah, because he wants uh, the walrus to kill him, pretty much, Yeah, is what his final goal is. So anyway, so it cuts back to the three of them. They find Wallace's car 
and Ali's like about to dive into the pond and uh, LaPointe's like, oh no, he's not in there, don't worry. And then just pulls out this like giant fucking briefcase that has this giant gun in it and like two pistols in it. And uh, he gives them like the guns and they're like, oh no, like we don't, I don't know, shoot guns. He's like, come on, you're American. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll take the big one. Just like this fucking giant ass shotgun. <laughs> so cuts back to Wallace and Howard. Uh, Wallace is chilling. And then just out of nowhere, Howard comes walking up in his own walrus suit. And he's like, <laughs> come on, fight me. And he's like, fight me to the death. He's like, you want to get out of here? You got to fight me to the death. And they just start. Just like going at it like walruses. It has like a video in the background of walruses fighting, and they're yeah. just like like tusking each other. It is so <laughs> weird. Oh my god. Oh, it's funny. So the three of them they get to Pippi Hill, they uh break into the house, and then it cuts back to the two of them. Uh Waller Wallace stabs Howard in the foot with his tusk. And he falls to the ground and then Wallace is like screaming. Like it's fucking terrifying when he's like this, man. It's so, so mm-hmm. gross. Yeah. He just keeps stabbing him over and over in, in the body. You don't see it. It's just the cameras on uh, Howard's face. But uh, yeah, so he's stabbing him with the tusk. And then before he dies, excuse me, he says to him, you are my Mr. Tusk. And then he dies. So that's kind of like what he was hoping for, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So they find, they find Wallace and they're kind of like shocked. Like Allie's like screaming. She's like, no. And like Teddy like has no words. He's just like, Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) And like, if I saw that, man, I don't know what the fuck. I would probably pass out to be honest. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, and then uh, LaPointe comes in with a shotgun and he just points it at Wallace and Wallace is like kind of like screaming, like uh, you kind of think that he wants him to kill him, but it just cuts, cuts to black. And then it shows one year later and Allie and Teddy are walking up to some building has uh, like Manitoba conservation or something like that. And Allie has like something wrapped up in a newspaper. Oh, Manitoba sanctuary. And so they get to the back and there's like this little enclosure with a pool and a little like uh, igloo type kind of thing. And there's a bunch of uh, chuggy lug bottles like around and they're like, Wallace, we're here. And <laughs> Wallace just comes out and it's like, Oh my God. And she tosses him the the fish, and she's just like crying. She's just like, "I love you, Wallace." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my god! And then they just like walk away. Ali's crying, and uh, Wallace like goes back into his little tent, and he just like starts like crying stuff like that. And yeah, uh, yeah that's the way the blood splatters. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say that's the way the flubber splatters? Oh, oh. nailed it! <laughs> oh man, um, I think like 
Like, if one of my friends got turned into a fucking walrus, I think I would like to shoot him and put him out of his misery. Because, like, oh, who yeah. wants to live the rest of their life like that? Yeah. I mean, if I was a walrus, like an actual, like in a body of an actual walrus, not some, like, fucking sewn together thing, I think I'd live a as a walrus. But, oh, yeah, I was that. Fuck that. You just want that big walrus dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, uh, I think this movie ruined walruses for me because (laughs) I saw a walrus video popped up on TikTok today and I got fucking scared. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that's Uh, awesome. Maybe it was Wallace. Maybe. All right. Let's, uh, Let's get into these reviews. Yeah. Okay. So I gave my story a five out of ten. Okay. I said it is a crazy ass plot that's like pretty much never been seen before and could only come from the mind of Kevin Smith. Yeah. Uh, how he came up with this idea is completely beyond me. Um, but I mean, good on him because I, yeah. I like he did a good job. Like yeah. this, I only gave it a five out of ten. But I mean, it's it's a it's a new new idea. It's never been seen well, before. Uh, and- yeah, I'll, I'll I know how he did it, so I'll tell you in my review. Oh, okay, sweet. Cool. Um, so like the story as a whole, like it's not great, but I mean, it, it's super fucked up and it's like obviously nothing we've ever seen before. Like I said, uh, like, I don't know. Kevin Smith was super brave to create this <laughs> yeah. fucking movie and like actually release it and hope that people liked it. Yeah. And I feel like he's the kind of guy that like, if you don't like it, he doesn't really give a shit. He kind of makes it for himself. Oh, hundred uh, percent. I mean, like, if you can get Johnny fucking Depp to <laughs> to do this <laughs> this movie and this character, like, oh man, yeah, yeah. I think it, like it's just a fun, really, really fun movie. Yeah, um, it's it's full of Canadian stereotypes that are like it's hilarious for us because we know that they're like far fetched and over the top, and yeah. we're, we don't actually all talk like that. And I don't know, yeah, but. Uh, uh, it's a super fun movie to watch. Um, Agreed. It has human human centipede kind of qualities that it doesn't like. It doesn't really makes a whole lot of sense, but it's a, no. it's really good entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I gave the quality a six out of ten. <clears throat> I said the acting and the script were fairly decent. Howard is very convincing and charismatic to start, and halfway through the movie, he takes like a fucking wild ass turn into sadistic and insane person but uh like i feel like he did a really good job in both characters yeah um justin long was great like he usually is uh he played the part really well um even like whenever he turned into the walrus like yeah like for him to to act the way that he did while in a fucking giant ass walrus suit <laughs> <laughs> i mean like oh man he did a good job like regardless of the fact that it was just like him screaming the whole time but uh the special effects were fucking crazy and pretty well done considering yeah um the budget was only three million dollars which is like fairly low for this day and age and considering like what they did like yeah. With that walrus suit and whatnot. Um, like actually, really since you job. brought that up, I have a small little trivia about that. All right. So most of the budget was actually spent on um, the rights to use the song Tusk. 
in the movie. Really? Yeah. By Jesus. Uh, okay. Fuck. What's that band called? Uh, having a mind for. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, most yeah, of the okay. budget was spent on <laughs> to get the rights to just use that song. That's fucking crazy. I thought you were going to say just get Johnny Depp on board. Oh yeah, probably that too. <laughs> well, him and Kevin Smith are good buddies, so I mean, yeah, he probably and they had both their daughters really in it, so I'm sure it was just like this little like kind of fun side project. Yeah, yeah. I uh, said so there's really good build up like to what the end result is. Um, the side relationship between Teddy and Allie worked really well because um, Wallace is a fucking twat. Yeah. And uh, I said, like, seriously, who cheats on Genesis Rodriguez? But yeah, so I gave my story five out of 10 quality, six out of 10. Not the greatest of scores. No, but I'm looking at it from a critic's eye. Yeah. And I did have like a lot of fun watching this movie. And I've seen it a few times now, and every time I watch it, I fucking laugh my ass off at it. All right. So All like right. you just Nobody said, um, my scores don't reflect how I feel about the movie. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I was dying laughing the whole time. Um, so yeah, I just want to get that out of the way. So for story, I gave it a 3 out of 10. Uh, the story wow. is dumb as fuck and doesn't really make any sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> Like, uh, just going for the jugular. Like, just when I was telling a few people, like the movie I was covering, I was like, "Yeah, so basically, it's about this guy who turns a guy into a walrus." And they're like, "What?" <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the backstory of this movie, um, I like. I am so happy that it's that this got made because of this. So it's based off of a joke on Kevin Smith's podcast that he had. He found a Craigslist ad where someone in LA was offering free rent for a roommate, but the only catch was you had to dress up as a walrus and act like a walrus for a few hours a day. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't end all there. All right. All right. Serious question. Yeah. Okay. There's more. All right. Yeah. So after that on his podcast he put out some tweets to his uh podcast listeners um hashtag walrus yes or hashtag walrus no to turn it into a movie and well you probably know where it went from there everyone voted for yes <laughs> that's so amazing. that's why it's like uh, it's amazing that this got made just based yeah. off a joke on a podcast <laughs> oh, that's <man>. incredible <laughs> yeah all right so I have a serious question. Yeah. Would you take that free rent? Yeah. Like if, if it was this suit, no, but if it was just like fucking like act like a walrus or, you know, dress up in a suit for <laughs> a couple hours a day for free rent. Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> oh my God, man. I'm picturing you just like fucking. <laughs> Dude, rent is expensive these days. Uh, it is. It is. Oh my god, I'm just picturing you like flopping around like a fucking walrus. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. But uh yeah. But um because to continue on my review of the story, um I guess like just the point where like Howard killed uh Wallace just Howard killed the walrus so he felt that he needed a walrus to kill him, I guess, is like Yeah his end goal, which is like so dumb. 
and just like yeah, a couple plot holes like how like i caught on to him like crossing his legs at the beginning i don't know i think justin long should have like clued into this like kind of weird yeah that's but, fair uh, i also like loved all the canadian stereotypes like that whole scene with um justin and harley like i want to go back and mm-hmm. watch that just it was so fucking amazing oh it was so good uh, yeah, so story three out of ten, and for my quality, I gave it a five out of ten. Um, I thought the acting was pretty good. Uh, Justin Long did a great job. Um, Howard, uh, whatever his name, I forget the actor's name, but I thought he did like a pretty good job, like acting like some like crazy fucking guy. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny Depp's character is just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, the Quebec accent honestly isn't that accurate, but I'll let it slide because it's fucking so funny. It's like that, like comedic Quebec French accent. Yeah, just like over the top, like, like that you would see like on SNL or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the walrus suit is amazing and terrifying, and then just a lot of funny lines in the movie. Like, I love the script in it. So good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, story three out of ten and quality of five out of ten. Okay, so now you know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. Yep. Now, normally I have Brooke guess the critic score. Yeah. But he was a meathead this week and went on Rotten Tomatoes on his own and checked it. I know. I was just like sitting there. I was like, just <laughs> I want to know everything about this movie. So I like was on IMDb looking at trivia. Then I was just like, oh, fuck. I wonder what the rating on. Brought to me as I open it up, I like saw it. I'm like, oh fuck, what am I doing? <laughs> so I messaged oh, you wow. at like, I don't know, like ten o'clock, but I think you were at work. And then, uh, yeah, I was gonna see if you looked at it yet, but you did already. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. Oh well, uh, but yeah. Anyways, the critics' consensus: Tusk is pleasantly ridiculous and charmingly self-deprecating but that isn't enough to compensate for its thin overstretched story. So, I, I mean, like we might as well just start working for Rotten Tomatoes because our, our consensus is pretty similar to that. Yeah. I mean, based off that consensus, uh, I probably would have went with like a, a 60 or a 62 probably. Yeah. I, yeah. You wouldn't think it's too, too bad, but uh, yeah, <laughs> the critics scored it f- Forty-five percent on one hundred thirty-one ratings, and like the audience, I'm shocked that the audience scored it this low. Yeah, Um, like the audience scored it a thirty-six percent on twelve thousand ratings. Like, I'm I'm shocked that the audience scored it lower than the critics because this is not a critics movie at all. I mean, like (laughs) if you're if you're looking at this movie, like I I kind of get it. Like if you're looking at this movie, you're if you're going into it to take it seriously, like it's a horror movie about this guy is turned into a walrus, and you just take it yeah. like super serious. That's not what this movie is. It's all based on just a dumb joke. And like if you can't clue in with like the few like Canadian stereotypes they do and just like their fucking podcast is called Nazi Party. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I can kind of understand where uh, people are coming from. Yeah. Like everybody that I've talked to, 
about the movie that's seen it. Like it's, they found it enjoyable whether you're Canadian or not. So, I mean, I don't know. I was surprised by the audience score. Yeah. All right. You ready to head over to that scare section? Let's do it. Okay. So what did you give it for the scare rating? So I gave it a five out of 10. Okay. Uh, Howard's creepy. He plays it really well. But that fucking walrus suit, when you first see it, like, you are, man, that's terrifying. Like, I think, honestly, it did ruin Walrus's for me. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. That's when you see it, you're just like, ew, like, what the fuck am I looking at? And, like, Bettina, like, she hated it. Uh, like, she liked the movie, but just the walrus, just, man, they did such a good job. It's so scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. But uh, yeah, five out of 10. All right. I also gave it a five out of 10. And I've basically reiterated what you said. Like the the movie itself isn't like super scary, but the situation's terrifying. Like the walrus suit costume thing is super creepy looking. Uh, Like if it ever happened to me, like obviously you'd be fucking terrified for your life. Oh yeah. Like what's become of it now? Um, but yeah, like overall, not a very scary movie, but it's just like, whenever you see that walrus, it it takes a turn for sure. All right. What was your scariest scene? Uh, just continue with our, uh, main character here. When you first see Justin alone as the walrus, you're just Mm -hmm. like, so shocked. Like, you're just like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect like what to see. Like I knew he gets turned into a walrus, but I didn't know like what it would look like. You know, it's, it's fucking scary, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's shocking. Yeah. I had the same scary scene. Like whenever we first see the, see the just a long walrus hybrid, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll re can reiterate everything that you said. So yeah. (laughs) All right. Do you think you'd survive? I put, yes, I would love to be a walrus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did say you would take free rent. I did. I did. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I think I would survive. Oh, man. That's incredible. What uh, what about you, bud? Uh, I said I don't think so. Like, I'd I'd be all for going to some cool old dude's house and listening to his stories. So, I mean... I'd be turned into one for sure. And uh, like I said before, like I wouldn't want to live the rest of my life looking like that or being yeah. a walrus. Yeah. Uh, unlike you, apparently. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I, I don't think I would want to survive like just off me with that giant ass shotgun. Yeah. Fair enough. Like if they turned me into a shark or something, it'd be a different story. <laughs> Then I'd maybe want to survive. All right, all right. Okay. So this is a top five episode. And this one is going to be top five Kevin Smith movies. And uh, I just went with movies that he directed. I don't know if that's what you had uh, meant whenever you... No, or if I you meant said, like movies that he's done. I, I, I said Kevin Smith projects. Just because okay. like 
he's yeah, had his hand that, but... he's had his hand in so many things, whether it be uh writer, producer, director, actor. So I, yeah. I base my list on all that. Okay. But like <clears throat> a lot of his movies that he's directed, he's also wrote and he's also produced. So and he's also acted in a lot of them too. So oh, I mean 100%, I, I yeah. feel like our, I think our list will still be fairly similar and Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. But yeah, so I just did like directing credits for him and Okay. But yeah. I think it'll still work out yeah. with uh, with your list too. Whatever. All right. So do you want to start with your honorable mentions? Sure. So the first two movies I haven't seen. Um, I think one of them I, I tried to watch quite a few years ago, but I never ended up finishing it. So I definitely have to give okay. these two another chance. But the first one is Dogma. Okay. Uh, never seen it. Um, and the second one is Chasing Amy. I think that's the one I tried to watch quite a few years ago, but I never uh, finished it or got into it. Yeah. But I know like all of his movies have like the same characters, kind of. Like I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck is in all of them, and uh, what the fuck is his name? The guy from Stealing Harvard and like uh, Mall Rats. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Jason, Jason something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so those two movies I haven't seen yet, so that's why they're honorable mentions. Um, I know some people like them, but uh, I just haven't had a chance to check them out. All right. Uh, so my third movie, a movie that I used to watch quite a bit in high school, was Zack and Miri Make a Porno. Nice. <laughs> um it's not the greatest movie, but it's like one of Seth Rogen's like first movies. And I think also one of the first mm-hmm. movies where I saw uh fuck. Who's his co partner in it? What's her name? Fuck. I'll have to blank you. Oh, again. um Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. No. Was it her that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh yeah, she's fucking hot. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um yep. and also uh uh Jason Muse is in that one as well. Yeah. And uh, the last movie is Clerks, um, the original one. Uh, I wasn't too into this movie back in the day just because it was like black and white. So I think those ones kind of like turned me off back in the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, still a good like origin kind of movie of this uh, where everything started pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So those are my honorable mentions. All right. Cool. Uh, we have a similar honorable mentions list. Cool. Uh, I also had clerks and, uh, I watched clerks after I watched clerks two and like Jane Silent Bob strike back and all them. Yeah, me too. So like, I didn't find it as funny as those ones. And I think a big part of it was like also the black and white, like whenever it came out, we were a lot younger. So like, Oh, I don't want to watch a fucking black and white movie. Yeah. Um, and it just like I just didn't find the humor as good in it as I did their other, like all the other movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. But uh, yeah, so I have Clerks. Um, I also had Chasing Amy. Um, I've only seen this like once, I think. And out of all those like movies that he released, like in the mid to late '90s and early 2000s, like it's my least favorite one. Oh, okay. Um. But I mean, it's still a fairly good movie. It's just, yeah. I didn't find it as funny as all the other ones. Yeah, <clears throat> fair enough. 
Um, I had Red State on here. Okay. Uh, I know that I've seen it. I don't really remember like the basis of it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like, I feel like I do remember liking it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I sound like an idiot, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, and Michael Parks was also in that one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, as well as, um, John Goodman. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's one I want to rewatch because I know that I did like it. I just don't really remember exactly what happened in it. Yeah, me too. And my last honorable mention is Zach and Mary make a porno. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a fucking hilarious movie, but, uh, and it almost made my top five, but another movie just narrowly beat it out. Nice. Cool. All right. So my number five is, uh, I'll, I'll call it cheating because it's not a movie. It's a TV show, and okay. that is the AMC TV show Comic Book Men. Nice. Uh, all right. I fucking love this show. I used to watch it all the time right after Walking Dead on Sunday nights. And uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah, just it's, it's just such a cool show and like so nostalgic. Like it's pretty much uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes like comic book shop, and just has like people coming. It's kind of like uh, Pawn Stars, except it's all like mm-hmm. old toys and comic books, and they like sell things. You get this learn all this stuff about old like nerdy stuff, and uh, yeah, I just really love that show, so I had to put it on there. Cool. I'll accept that. Oh, thanks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number five and the movie that just narrowly beat out Zach and Mary make a porno is the movie that we just talked about, Tusk. Nice. Um, I'm not going to dive back into it. Like We just talked about it, obviously. But yeah, yes. great movie. If you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it. It's a fun time. Um, my number four is mall rats okay i'm gonna uh, piggyback you then pardon i said i'm gonna piggyback you then all right cool uh yeah i watched this movie i think after jay and silent bob strike back um because i kind of like wanted uh, my mom I remember my mom saying like oh like if you like that you gotta watch mall rats because it's kind of like one of the original ones of like their kind of universe kind of thing Mm-hmm. Um, like this is where you first meet uh, Jason, whatever his name is, and uh, has our boy Michael Rooker in, in an amazing scene involving some shit in a chocolate bar. <laughs> um, and then just the scene at the end, uh, whenever Kevin Smith or Silent Bob is like trying to use the force to get the videotape, and then it like falls, and he thinks that. He's like a Jedi now. Ah, such yeah. a, such a classic. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, Jason Lee is oh, the that's his name. That we, yeah, that we keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, what's uh? But, yeah, fucking, he did it. Uh, My name is Earl. Yes, yeah, yeah. Another that's a good show too. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, like I I just said, my number four is Mallrats. Also, mm-hmm. um. I can't remember if I watched it before after Jay and Silent Bob, but I mean, I've always loved this movie. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch it all the time when I was younger. Um, 
it came out in 95. So I was like, I was only six when it came out. So I probably didn't watch until like my early teens. Yeah. Um, so it had already been out for, for quite a while, but it's a fucking hilarious movie. Um, the cast is wicked in it. And like you said previously, like the cast in this is like very similar to the cast in a lot of, uh, uh, Kevin Smith's movies, like from the nineties. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like I love Ethan Supley's character. He's just standing there trying to find the sailboat in that hidden picture. <laughs> and uh, I totally forgot and, about that. Oh my god, yes. And he's sitting there staring at it, and these kids come up and they're like, "Oh, it's a schooner." He's like, "Ha, you idiots! It's a sailboat." And they're like, "A schooner is a sailboat." <laughs> and he gets like super pissed off. Oh my god! Fuck, I gotta rewatch oh, that hilarious. movie. Oh. Such a good movie. Fuck. All right, so my number three is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. God damn, okay. Uh, I love this movie. Has a great cast as well. Um, has like uh, Sean William Scott plays like this amazing character. Uh, Shannon Doherty in it is in it. She's fucking bane and hot. And, oh man, I think it has some other girls in it too that I can't. I can remember who was in it, but uh, yeah, it was a lot. And uh, fuck, what's his name from American Pie? Jason Biggs is in it, makes a cameo, and uh, the guy from Dawson's Creek. Just a fucking fun time of a movie. Um, You said Shannon Doherty, but it's Shannon Elizabeth that's in it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because she, yeah, it was her, Eliza Dushku, and Allie Larder were like, the three. Oh yeah, yeah, Ali Larry, yeah, that's yeah. it. So yeah, that's my number three. Awesome. All right. Uh, my number three is a movie, Brooke, that you need to watch. Uh, but uh, Dogma. Oh okay. Um, this movie is fucking hilarious. It's so over the top and ridiculous, but it's fucking amazing. Um, such a funny movie. Uh, again, the cast in this is absolutely amazing. Like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are playing like, uh, angels that are sent down to like fight this fucking devil that's on earth. <laughs> and it, it's so funny. George Carlin's in it. Like, Oh damn. Yeah. You have to, you have to watch it. Is it, uh, is it like movie. meant to be a comedy? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. But yeah. I won't get too, too much into it cause you haven't seen it, but All definitely right. you should watch it. All right. All right, so my number two is Red State. Uh, oh, okay. Shit. Like you, I've only seen this movie once, and I totally forgot about it, but this movie stands it stands out to me so much. Um, I just remember loving it. Like, when it ended, I was, like, really shocked. And then when I saw it was made by Kevin Smith, I was, like, even more shocked. I was like, wow, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. And I think it was kind of similar to the Waco thing. Um, I just remember a bunch of like, kind of like hippies, like stuck in this kind of thing. And then uh, John Goodman's character shows up. And I think it's just like a standoff with uh, these two people, like kind of similar to like the Waco um, event. Yeah. And uh, I, I do remember it now. I'm remembering it. I definitely need to rewatch this. Cause I've only watched it the once and it was like, fuck like eight or nine years ago. So but I just yeah. remember loving it. So, yeah. It's my number two. Nice. Sweet. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look for it tonight, maybe. Nice. Uh, my number two is Clerks 2. Nice. Um, like I said before, I watched this one before I watched like the first one and (laughs) oh my God, man, this movie is like nonstop laughs from start to finish. Oh, I know. I like the whole scene at the end with, uh, with Kelly, Kelly and her stud or Kelly and the stud or something like that. Um, yeah, this is my number one. So I'll uh, hop in with you. All right. But yeah, like that end sequence was fucking so ridiculous. It's like this big, huge guy and he has this donkey that he has sex with and they think it's like a stripper, but it ends up being that. Yeah. And uh, the, what was his name? Elias? Yeah, Elias. The the nerdy guy that works at the restaurant. He's like, oh, "Oh, I can't have sex with my girlfriend because uh, she has a troll in her vagina. Yeah, I had this movie on DVD and I probably watched this movie fuck. Like at least once a week. Like I could quote this movie so much back in the day. Like Yeah. Uh this movie would not be able to be released today. <laughs> like I don't even want to say it, but like the whole scene the whole scene whenever uh fuck. What's his name? The one worker, not uh uh, anyway, he says he's gonna bring this racist remark back. <laughs> that's oh yeah, that's to black people. And he just like yeah. says it like on his t-shirt. He's like, oh, it's okay. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> it's like no, you <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> no. And like the whole scene uh, when the fucking guy comes in that looks like a, a Lord of the Rings character, and then he just yeah. has this like epic thing when he's debating Lord of the Rings versus Star Wars. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, this is uh, Lord of the Rings, the first one. It was like them like walking, and then like the second one's just him. He like stumbles a little bit, <laughs> and then the third one just like walking, and then like gets to the, like the fucking lab and just throws the rain in, and just like shrugs his shoulders, like ah, all right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I used to watch this movie so much, and yeah, uh, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a fucking great one. All right, what's your number one? My number one is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Nice. Um, this movie, like this one and Clerks Two, I I was like you, like I had these on fucking repeat yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, and it was hard to pick like which one I liked more, but the I don't know, like the the chemistry between Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith, like they set the bar really high, yeah. and. Uh, and it, like it's just it's a phenomenal movie. The cast is amazing. There's so many like little cameos here and there. Yeah. Like Will Ferrell's character is just so oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I totally forgot. And that was before he was even like really famous. Yeah. Like he was just coming out of his SNL days yeah. at that point, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, just such a great movie. All the movies on both of our lists, like Kevin Smith is so good at what he does. Yeah, actually, yeah, this kind of makes me, I, I need to go watch uh, Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot because it's on, it's yeah, on Amazon Prime. So yeah. yeah, I need to watch that. I haven't watched it yet either. Yeah. I don't know if it's as good as Strike Back or not, but all right. You got anything else? Nope. Um, yeah. Look out for Candyman uh, episode or dream coming uh, coming soon. 
next week. Yeah, next week. And then if if you want to go ahead and do a little uh, tags for Instagram yeah. and stuff. All right. So like always, you guys can find us on Instagram at uh, podcast on Elm Street. Um, if you click the link in our bio on there, you'll find uh, links to our Patreon and to our T Public, where you can buy some merch. Uh, I was working on getting the the new um, the new logo put up there today, but I came to a little bit of a stalemate, so we have to wait for our buddy who created it to get back to us. But it should be up within the next few days, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in that link also, there is different links to where you can listen to us. Uh, we are also on the Slasher app under the same name, a podcast on Elm Street. Um, we're not super uh, diligent on posting there, but I mean, we're there every once in a while. We yeah. check our messages here and there, but we like the comments. If you really want to. Yeah. yeah. If you really want to get a hold of us, like message us on Instagram or put a post up or comment on one of our posts or something like that. And that's it. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening and I'll catch you soon.